Hi, I'm Larry Gifford. I have Parkinson's disease. Did you know COVID-19 is creating more advocates for Parkinson's? This is when life gives you Parkinson's. Joining me today on this podcast journey is my partner in Parkinson's, Rebecca Gifford. Hello. And reporter and contributor, Nikki Reitmeyer. Hello. And before we get started, I have some sad news. This is Nikki's final episode of When Life Gives You Parkinson's. Oh, we have tissues at the ready. And at the end of the episode, we're going to ask Nikki about her journey through Parkinson's world. And we'll listen back to some favorite moments and some audio that has never been heard before. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> now, Do we have that, that many outtakes? Oh, right. I had to cut it down many, from many. two hours to one hour, but we'll be okay. <laughs> Uh, Throughout season three, we've been discussing all the different types of ways that people choose to be advocates for Parkinson's. Uh, And I'd say even by choosing to listen to this podcast about Parkinson's makes you an advocate because you're arming yourself with information about the disease, hearing from a wide range of perspectives and allowing yourself to choose your own path as it relates to your treatments and your approach to living life. And today we're going to introduce you to an accidental advocate who's providing inspiration and hope to the PD community, and it can be directly tied to COVID-19. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to get my vaccine. And it's hard to believe that it's been nine months since COVID really came onto the scene for most of us. Thinking back, you go, oh, my goodness, has it has it been that has it been that long? We've had a baby. Yeah, right. Nine months. Nine months. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yikes. Yeah, it's been a really... I think, trying time for everyone with or without Parkinson's. Absolutely. And I would say that the the adjective that comes to mind the most when I think about this time is overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Mm. You can be you can be happy and grateful and joyful and all the other things with it. But the, the overwhelm has never really completely gone away. And when you consider what's happening us to us and to everyone, that's my reaction most of the time. At times, I felt trapped and limited by all the restrictions and the closures. Uh, it, it, it has disrupted everybody's routines. Yeah. Uh, most people are masking and social distancing and learning to avert their eyes from the arrows on the floor of the supermarket. I didn't see that. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Nikki's trying to figure out, what time do I have to get out of bed since I work from my bed? I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. That is Do I true. have to make my bed? Do they, will they right. see? <laughs> Sneezing in public. Have you ever sneezed in public recently? It's like you get glares, the stink eye. Totally. Just even a little cough yeah. from a little post-nasal drip or something, right? And everybody turns their head. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it would almost be better to fart. Right. <laughs> Coughing is the new farting. (laughs) Yes. Uh, The world is definitely not what it used to be. And, and, you know, we're not sleeping well. I I know I'm crankier. Times I'm scared. And for people with Parkinson's, you know, think about exercise classes uh, when they they went from in-person sessions or daily workouts at the gym to online and at home. But it's not the same. Um, half the fun of the class is building friendships and socializing before, during, and after. You know, human connection is an important part of living our best life. But I do have to say at the same time, I often feel quite grateful 
it's a constant reminder of what we do have and what we can do if you kind of if you can kind of reframe that in your brain. And when you think about like just like like telemedicine, I mean that this, there was a lot of resistance to that, and then COVID came, and it was really the only way you could do it. Well, and all the all the programming that's gone online now, all the availability now that so there I'm involved in a program where it's meant to be offered to the entirety of people affected within British Columbia. But because it was in person and they didn't really have the opportunity to put it online before COVID, it was really only reaching people in greater Vancouver area. Wow. Now, regularly, people from all over BC are participating in these really great programs and have the availability of that. Oh, that's awesome. And then I also am very hopeful and encouraged about all of the changes that are happening in our society right now and kind of the forced changes and awareness that's happening with that and all the opportunities to become an advocate in lots of different ways. And I'd like to introduce you uh, to a guy named Ralph Richardson and his wife of 52 years, uh, Barris, and Greg Hicks, uh, who is his caregiver and supporter. These three are better known as Team Ralph. COVID came, um, there was no way for him to get exercise at the Box Steady Boxing, walking in the mall, um, his day program, he got exercise at his day program. And so everything closed, so we decided let's walk in the driveway. So every day since March, with the occasional Sunday off, Ralph has been walking with Barris or Greg up and down the family's long driveway. How's he doing on his driveway walking? He's doing pretty good. Yesterday he actually did 15 laps, which was, and that was after actually two days off of rest, which is a, was pretty impressive. And he actually like was like doing some really like he was walking at some pretty good normal pace laps at times. Like I was quite impressed. As a former college president and professor, Ralph has always been a leader, so it's no surprise his driveway walk has become a bigger than life story. Neighbors watch each day, and he's inspired some to write songs in his honor. Yes, Ralph shows us the way. A hero whom we all admire, Ralph sets a steady pace. Regardless of the heat or rain, Ralph completes his race. Valdery, Valdera, Valdery, Valdera. We decided let's walk, do the Let's walk in the driveway for 100 days. Let's raise money for Parkins. This is $100 a day, and let's make our goal 10000 And we did that in about two or three weeks. <laughs> then we raised, then how much did we raise the goal to, Ralph? Big voice. 25000 right? And we reached that. So how does that make you feel? Great. Did you, did you ever think that you could do that by walking around your driveway? No, we didn't. The 100th day was quite a moment.
Parkinson Canada certainly took notice. Hey Ralph and team, it's Ryan here at the Parkinson Canada Atlantic office. I just wanted to take this opportunity to say how proud I am to see you complete the 100 days of walking in your driveway. At Parkinson Canada, we really try and be the voice for people living with Parkinson's and I truly believe that the feat that you've accomplished today is inspiration for the Canadians living with Parkinson's disease. Keep moving and thank you so much for doing this. Hi Ralph, I'm Megan Budd. I'm the New Brunswick representative with Parkinson Canada this summer. And I wanted to say congratulations on making it to 100 days. This is an amazing accomplishment and you should be very proud of yourself. I know the whole Parkinson community is very inspired and motivated from all of the hard work you've put in all summer. So I just wanted to say congratulations and keep up the great work. Congratulations Ralph. Thank you for everything you do for the Parkinson community. Ralph, it's been a total pleasure. Happy early birthday and congratulations. Hi, Ralph. My name's Courtney and I work on the Ontario Superwalk team and I'm reaching out to say congratulations on reaching 100 days of walking. It is such a momentous occasion and everyone in Ontario and across the country is so proud of you and inspired by what you're doing. Uh, your tremendous efforts fundraising make a huge difference for people living with Parkinson's and we are really so grateful to have a champion and leader like you out there showing your support for the Parkinson's community. So I hope that you have an absolutely amazing day. Celebrate your accomplishments. You absolutely deserve it. And we want you to know that everyone in Ontario and nationally will be walking right along with you every step of the way. So keep going, Ralph. Keep up the great work. And thank you so, so much. Have an amazing day. Happy 100! Parkinson Canada has named you the Superwalk National Hero of the Year. And you are a PD Avenger. So uh, you've got some titles behind your name now that uh, are pretty impressive. Oh, that's it. It's, really... it's what? Pretty interesting indeed. Ralph was diagnosed with Lewy body dementia five years ago and then diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. I would say without the walking, he wouldn't have the energy and the mental ability. His um, general functioning isn't good either. Like even his bladder, it's just everything is, is affected by exercise. I'm an exercise guru. I really exercise an hour every day and have like most of my life. And I just believe that it's critical for health. Uh, for every single person. Talking with Barris and Ralph on Zoom, I could see the unending love that they have for each other. I probed a bit and suggested there must be a great love story at the heart of this. Oh boy. Um, I'm from New Zealand. I went, came to the US in 63, did a BA in Missouri, went to Gordon Conwell in near Boston and Ralph was studying there doing his Master of Divinity and we met there. Um, do you want to tell him the story? Can you remember the story of that first date? Yeah. What did you say to me? <laughs> Should I see you tonight? Okay, and what did I say? No. <laughs> Not 
so many words, I said, whatever for? Because I'd never been asked for a date like that. Like, can I see you tonight? <laughs> That's how it started. <laughs> and our first date was a disaster. <laughs> Total disaster. <laughs> and then we got married two years later. <laughs> Ralph, uh, I love seeing you smile. Uh, do you get to smile much these days? Oh, I... Uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. You smile quite often. What do we listen to every day that makes us smile and laugh out loud? Stuart McLean. <laughs> the Vinyl Cafe. Oh, that's great. We've listened to it now all our married life, but particularly since Parkinson's, we listen to it three or four or five times a week. And we have to laugh because that's part of healing. And then, and, and how old are you, Ralph? 60. 80. Did you say 60? Yeah. You can't, you can't do that, Ralph. You can't you're take 80. away that time like that. So you're 80. Barris and Ralph live in Moncton in New Brunswick, Canada, also known as the city from which NHL Canadian hockey star Sidney Crosby graduated from high school. Wikipedia is going to have to update its notable people section and add Ralph pretty soon. He's been a regular topic on the good news segment of the Tim and Sid show. Uh, we hear that Ralph watches Tim and Sid all the time. So, Ralph, if you're watching, shout out. Thank you and keep up the great work. Ralph, uh, you, make, you make me want to be a better person. And he's not done yet. Every day. He said, I'm going to keep going every day. Yeah, yeah. Why stop? What what motivates you to keep going? We got money coming in. Yes, we did. Why do you have to keep these legs moving every day? What will happen if you don't? Well, I, I will become simple. You'll become simple, not simple. You become, what's the word? Well, any word. You, you won't, if you stop walking, your Parkinson's will uh, take over completely. He knows this stuff. He just because of the because his speech is so delayed, and you understand Parkinson's, right? Well, and he also has Lewy body dementia too, correct? Oh, yes. Yes. As a caregiver, Barris is grateful to have Greg around to help out. I I work with him on Mondays and Tuesdays for anywhere from usually ten to twelve hours, and medications help with bathroom, getting him to bed providing him all kinds of online entertainment right now. Um, pretty much everything, getting meals. And, and this is important because Barris and partners and Parkinson's need breaks and help and time for their own self-care. Because as Barris explains, it's hard. And emotions run the gamut. Uh, it ranges from grueling to... Um, uh, stretching me physically, mentally, emotionally to 
a sense of um, a deep sense of compassion. It's the compassion that gives me the energy to keep caring for him because he cannot he cannot help being the way he is. And then there are days when it's really exhilarating when I see him like 20 laps, for instance, or he's talking freely and openly, or he's laughing and singing. And, and when I asked him the question one day, what are you thankful for? And he said, Parkinson's. And I said, why? He said, because of all the good that the walk has done. And it has done a lot of good. It's inspired a lot of people. So my emotions and my response ranges, actually, <laughs> some days it's really hard, um, as you probably know, because he's in a very, he's in a severe symptoms of Parkinson's now. Yeah. There's, not, there's nothing he can really do by himself. Um, but I will say, because he has a good attitude, he does not complain. He is... Um, most of the time, he's pretty upbeat, really, even though he's exhausted. Um, not complaining, like, that's incredible for a person with Parkinson's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to say that, uh, be honest, I think that there's actually two super walk national heroes. Yeah, well, maybe three. Barris doesn't only help out her husband, she counsels other spouses who are caretakers, and she has advice for you, too. Maintain a, a, an attitude of gratitude is the first one. Ralph and I have a very strong faith. We pray together every night and we always spend a lot of time thanking God for everything that he's given us that day. Hasn't always been a good day, but, and we especially thank him when he sleeps through the night. And we pray that he'll be able to sleep through the night and he has been sleeping through the night. The second thing, you have to maintain a positive attitude. You have to maintain a lot of self-care. You can't be a caretaker unless you give you are good at self-care. So balancing self-care and caretaking is critical. You can't do it if you don't take care of your own body. And so I take breaks and I have Greg in my life and I'm really grateful for him. I still work two days a week as a counselor, but that to me is like, is vacation. It's, <laughs> it's, it's respite. Well, you gotta get away, right? You gotta remove yourself from that. Well, you do, you actually do. And I think for caretakers, I would say, I counsel people who are married to uh, spouses with Parkinson's. And that's the thing that we work on a lot, that they have this, this commitment to take care of their partner, but they've got to have enough First commitment's got to take care of yourself. Before we leave Ralph, I suspect that he has some advice as well. What would you like to say that helps other people with Parkinson's? Keep doing what? Keep walking! <laughs> well, it's a pleasure to meet you, Ralph, and thanks for all you do for Parkinson's. Well, thank you. And keep, keep walking. Well, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will. <laughs> and keep laughing. Your laugh is contagious. <laughs> Look at that smile. <laughs> 
it's such a perfect example of advocacy, right? Where you take what you can do, whatever that is, or what you're interested in, even if it seems really small and ordinary to you, and then can turn it into something bigger that raises awareness or money or both like they're doing. It's amazing. I love that too, because it really expresses how there is such a wide variety of talents and such a wide variety of ways that you can be an advocate. Yep. Just by walking up and down the driveway, because that's what he can do, right? Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, my advocacy is this podcast because that's what I can do. That's, you know, you, you play to your strengths. I mean, it's the whole idea of the PD Avengers is right. everybody bring your superpower and let's figure out how to raise awareness of Parkinson's, right? And end it. Talking to your neighbor when they ask a question. So what is Parkinson's? Isn't that just a shake? No, it's more than that. That's advocacy, right? It all it all is a positive step forward. Yeah, and I don't think people, you know, most people don't consider themselves advocates because it puts a lot of pressure. It seems a it's a it's a big word and it means a lot. But really, if you know, if you're curious, if you're reading Michael J. Fox's new book, you're an advocate. If you're listening to a podcast, like I said, you're an advocate. If you're, you know raising money for Parkinson's, you're an advocate. Right. More and more people are listening and becoming more aware, and we just need to keep banging the drum as we move forward and keep keep walking, keep walking. <laughs> yeah. I will. <laughs> uh, speaking yeah. of walking, uh, Nikki has bought some boots made for that. walking. Um, and uh, <laughs> she is <laughs> taking this job and shoving it. Yeah. Here. What is uh, it? So I've had so, enough. So, <laughs> Did you do that more awkwardly? <laughs> yeah, I know. It was a horrible transition. I'm, I'm, I'm already, I'm already flummoxed because she's leaving us. Um, this is. I've been dreading this moment, uh, but we do, do need to inform everybody that this is Nikki's last oh, show. It's been so much fun. Nikki, what gives? What did I say? How did I offend you? <laughs> no. No, I've loved doing this show. It's been so much fun working with you guys and and learning with you guys. It's been it's been really great. I I got an opportunity elsewhere, as they say professionally. Um, so my my career is taking me elsewhere. But uh, I'm gonna miss this. I really am. I've really enjoyed these conversations. So we started this two and a half years ago, and it was shortly. Wow, yeah, really? So shortly <laughs> after I announced that I had Parkinson's to the staff, and you came to me and you said, "Well, if you need any help with your podcast, let me know." And so I said, oh, okay. And then suddenly you're the co-host. Uh, I don't know if that's what you meant. <laughs> Careful what you volunteer for. <laughs> yeah, I meant sharing a link online. <laughs> Why did you want to help? Because I wanted to learn. And kind of what we were just talking about, you know, there's, there's different ways that you can be an advocate. And I saw you being an advocate for Parkinson's and it was something that I didn't know anything about. Like the example that Rebecca gave, I was the neighbor and, you know, I was the one that had a question. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I don't really know a lot about this and, and I'm curious to learn more and let me know if I can help. And I am so glad that I went on that journey because I didn't really know a whole heck of a lot about Parkinson's outside of, you know what, I think everyone has that base level knowledge of, well, Michael J. Fox has Parkinson's, but I've seen that there's so many more examples of individuals with Parkinson's and their journeys and your journey. And it's, it's been really eye-opening for me and such a great education. So, you know, I'm, gl I'm glad that I first asked you, you know, do you need any help? Because it's been such a learning experience for me. Well, what are some of your favorite moments from the podcast? I have some of mine. 
with you with you involved, but I want to hear <laughs> I want to hear what some of your favorite memories are. Some of my oh, that's a good one. Well, we've had some good laughs. So that is certainly true. I I've loved the personal stories. Um, we did an episode on misdiagnoses, misdiagnoses, uh, and I found that so fascinating. It's, it's infuriating. It's just, people shouldn't have to go through that. No, there's no reason you should have had to deal with that. You had to plan for your end of life. You yeah, didn't have did. to. Yep, but we, let me tell you how much better it looks now. Uh, I'll never take anything for granted. Or the episode with the woman who could smell Parkinson's disease. I think that's one of my favorites. So interesting, isn't it? You know, the very first experiment was uh, with uh, 12 people, but we cut all the t-shirts in half, so she had to go through 24 samples. She got um, 11 out of the 12 people correct, meaning people that were not didn't have Parkinson's, she said didn't. People that had Parkinson's, she said did. And then um, the one mistake that she made was, was, a, was a healthy control that she said, this is Parkinson's, and we said, it's not. It's, it's a, this is one of our controls, and uh, you know that was her one mistake. And then um, this particular individual, um, months later, had come to me and said, Tilo, um, you're going to need to put me in the Parkinson's group because I've just been diagnosed. So this is when my jaw dropped wow. and I was, uh, you know, I was uh, absolutely convinced that she could, you know, detect Parkinson's by odor. I think we're going to have her back uh, this year because they're actually making some headway on a, on a biomarker. Really? With that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, that kind of stuff is absolutely fascinating. And again, it's a whole world that I wouldn't even know of if we hadn't done this podcast. One of my favorite episodes where you played a really big role was the ride along to for around the CBD oil where you went to oh. go and buy the CBD <laughs> yeah. oil because it really was this kind of slice of real life, real experience listening in and somebody sitting in the car having a conversation. Right. What do they really talk about? What are they concerned about? What are their takeaways from that experience, even if though it was just a few minutes in a, <laughs> right in the store? But that was really fascinating and your willingness to be curious and vulnerable and go along with that. I, I just really enjoyed that episode. So have you ever been to a uh, dispensary? I have. <laughs> <laughs> I have before, yes. Right. <laughs> Is it okay for me to admit that? Yeah, I mean, we're going to walk into this place and I have no idea what we're going to find. Are we going to find some, like, you know, 18-year-old kid working behind the counter that really doesn't know anything about any... Oh, I don't want to be in that little girl. Uh, who doesn't this really is know. what driving with me is like. What's going on? Right. Real life. Now you're nervous. Oh, you got me nervous. The nervousness is contagious. Anxiety is a symptom of Parkinson's. <laughs> I'm going to need the CBD oil now, too. Okay. All right. Here we go. Oh, that was so much fun. And I actually drove down that same street just the other day, and I thought about Larry and how we went on this adventure to, to get the, this is like CBD oil. And I'm, oh, my goodness. I'm having flashbacks to trying to find a parking spot and like everything. <laughs> that was one of my favorite episodes, too. Uh, I, I just enjoyed uh, going out and about with Nikki anytime we were like when we went boxing hunting where you drove me to the boxing uh, that was that was fun 30 seconds 
This feels good. <laughs> Anytime we could do the um, capture just by walking down the street. Yeah. Oh, you're waiting on one person? Or uh, the, when we did the, um, we sat in on a um, support group and we mic'd everybody up. I find that um, when I get into a stressful situation, my outward Parkinson's... Uh, Symptoms are exacerbated, mm -hmm. and some of the times when there have been situations where uh, my wife has gotten quite upset and ready to uh, basically become physical, she says, why don't you get upset? And I said, I can't. I just cannot get upset. You know, um, I'll just sort of bounce around the room if I do. So, and um, I've said the same thing to my girlfriend. Yeah, I was like, there's no point in me getting upset because I... It just makes things worse for me. It's worse for you too that I'm not being able to actually function well. So. And then it just snowballs, yeah. and it's uh, then the anger comes out, and mm -hmm. you uh, start to potentially say things that uh, both ways. And yeah. cards and flowers work well. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was really cool. So I mean, there's so many great episodes, and you, the neat thing about the podcast is every day somebody discovers episode one. Yeah, so true. And and that's really really cool. So you're never really right. going away. Yeah. There, that's so a good way to think of it. Yeah, <laughs> you may be moving on, but people boot will be listening to you on this podcast in perpetuity, forever and ever. Right. Yeah, two years from now, someone's going to hear this episode and go, "What? She's she's going away. She got a new job." <laughs> um, and, and so now we have some. Um, not as memorable moments for us, but fun. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I love a blooper reel. I got to tell you, this is just like the topper on the cake for 2020, isn't it? Like, hello, good Lord. But it is the end of a year, and we like to take stock in what we've done. <laughs> and what better way to say goodbye to Nikki without a few laughs? So we'll listen back to some of the great outtakes of 2020. Hey-o. Hey-o. <laughs> we'll just start doing that now. Instead of saying hello or I love you or anything. Just go, hey-o. Hey-o. <laughs> Enter Henry. Come on in, we're taping. Yes. Come on in, we're taping, what's up? No, no, come on, Henry. You interrupted. Talk to us, sweetie. I just wanted you to know that we're being that you're recorded. You're like, oh, for taping. I'm out of here. Out of here. <laughs> I don't want to be on the podcast. I wholeheartedly have so much sympathy. Is sorry. One sec. My dog is. Ah. Charles. Charles. We're gonna. Don't worry about it. Charles. People. People in the hallway. Get them all worked up. Right. Yeah. Such good outtakes. Right? This is awesome. Charles. Everyone is an intruder. Um, anyways. Yes, excuse me, darling. May I speak with you? Hello, I was like, hey Hey-o. Oh, you again. <laughs> oh, marriage. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Speakpipe.com slash when life gives you Parkinson's. It's not going to bite you. Just call and say hello. I miss you. I haven't seen a human being in a long time. Our presenting sponsor. Our presenting <laughs> <laughs> it's that time of year when 
your body and the darkness and everything just starts to. <laughs> It's not even making sense why I was putting it Don't you right, love that uh, with your thoughts? This oh, time okay. for real, people. Do, do you, you know? Do you know dopamine? Oh, Can we try that one we more time, guys? Probably, <laughs> yeah, we should do, probably do a three, two, one or something. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be, do you know dopamine? Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Do, do you, you know, know dopamine? The non-radio person, right? It's okay. Here. We'll, okay. We'll put it on the outtake okay. reel. Okay. Oh no, this is going into the podcast. <laughs> How many takes did it take? Okay. In three, two, one. <laughs> We should say it faster, right? Keep positive. Keep exercising. <laughs> we should keep the we should keep the and wolf in there. Every time. And keep so listening. For like <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I like that. And woof. Yeah, forever. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> It's funny because literally right now my dog is looking at me going like, what? What's the big deal? I want it to be on the podcast. I don't see what the issue is here. <laughs> and again, like that's what's so fun about this journey is that we've, and this sounds cheesy, but like we've learned so much or I've learned so much and we've had so much fun doing it as well. When, especially when you're talking about challenging things and Nikki, you were so game for this. And I think that's why you were so perfect for this podcast and did such a great job is that you were so game for the laughter because not everybody is as comfortable finding laughter amidst, amidst the challenging stories and the really heart-wrenching stories and the and you were you were able to kind of find a way to still be curious and and find the joy and the positive in the stories right. as well as honoring the challenges that everybody was facing and that's the sign of a really um, a lovely person, but also a person who does this this kind of work very well and I'm just really grateful to you for that. Thank you. That is such a lovely thing to say. And um, yeah, I, I, I do hope that that's what I brought. I mean, I, I love to find the positive in stories. And, and I think to laugh is to be human. You know, even in those times of darkness, it's good to, to be able to, to laugh at ourselves or to see the humor in a situation. Because that's, for me anyways, that's how you get through those darker times. So it's been it's been great hearing everyone's stories and and being able to share emotion with so many different people through this experience and and with you guys too i mean you guys have shared so much of your own stories through this podcast and you've shown you've you've worn your hearts on your sleeves and it's been really impressive working with both of you and, and hearing how you know you your moments of sadness but also those moments of laughter as well as you guys have been a good a good guiding light for me in how to emotionally navigate through these tough stories. Well, and what people may not realize is that Nikki uh, sets the bar very high when it comes to uh, broadcast and podcast and has had several of her own uh, podcasts and she's she's been a co-host on a morning show. She's, she's done everything and she's very, very, very good at what she does. And so that made me work harder to make sure that I could meet you at uh, as close to your level as I could get. So thank you for challenging me. Thank you guys. I don't want to leave. (laughs) (laughs) 
It works. The pay is great. <laughs> really nice. Larry, this is really nice. our scheme, it yeah. worked. <laughs> I can pay you in dopamine. <laughs> Darn it. Pay me right. in dopamine. Yeah. I don't it's have CBD much oil. left, but you can have what I've got. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks again, you guys. It has been so much fun. Oh, I love you well, both. And, we love uh, you too. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year uh, to you and everybody listening. Uh, and I love you too, Nikki. I'll miss you. Yes, happy holidays. We love you. We're so grateful for you. And thank you for going on the first part of this journey with us. Oh, I love you guys, too. And happy holidays. Yay, Yay. happy holidays. This is When Life Gives You Parkinson's, a Curious Cast podcast. Our story producer is Dila Velazquez, sound designed by Greg Schott. The presenting partner is Parkinson Canada. Diagnosed with Parkinson's, you're not alone. Parkinson.ca. Thanks also to our promotional partners. Spotlight YOPD, the only organization in the world with a singular focus of raising awareness of young onset Parkinson's disease. You can find them at spotlightyopd.org. The Michael J. Fox Foundation, Parkinson's podcast, hosted by Larry Gifford. Available on Apple Podcasts and at MichaelJFox.org. The World Parkinson Congress 2022 in Barcelona, Spain. Go to WPC2022.org for details on special virtual events that you can participate in now. And PD Avengers. I'm one, are you one too? Ready to help end Parkinson's? Then join now at PDAvengers.com. And thank you for listening. Please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And while you're there, give the show a five-star rating, and please comment. We love to read your comments. And you can engage with us on social media. It's at Parkinson's Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or you can always shoot us an email at parkinsonspod at curiouscast.ca. And most importantly, keep positive. Keep exercising. <laughs> And keep listening. We'll talk to you next time. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.